0: Welcome to Rethinking Church. This is episode eight, and my name is Tim Fox. I'm the leader at Hydrant Church and the founder of Rethink Small. And today I want to talk a little bit about relational leadership. Over the course of the last six or seven years at Hydrant Church, we have shifted the way we do leadership and have really focused our energy on leading relationally. I think this is incredibly important in every context, especially the church, but even more important in smaller churches. That's most of us. If your church is under 300, you fall into the vast majority of churches, and it requires us to maybe think a little bit differently than you do in large organizations. And when we're caring for souls and developing people, we can't do that apart from good relationships. So it's key, it's central that we lead relationally. Now, my natural go-to is to be task oriented. My natural mindset is to focus on jobs that need to be done, on tasks that need to be checked off, and to be running around doing all of the things that need to be done, and I, and I may even be doing it for other people, but I'm so focused on the task that sometimes I zoom right by people. Early on in the life of Hydrant Church, it almost collapsed. It almost didn't hit that turning point and grow and begin to double for several years in a row. And it was my fault. I was not leading relationally. I was checking all of the boxes of all of the things that needed to be done on a Sunday morning to make sure that we had a great worship experience except for connecting with people. There were times I could walk right by someone without speaking to them, without acknowledging that they were there because I was focused on getting things done. My wife would often field the question, is Pastor Tim okay? Is he upset? Is he angry? And I was none of those things. I was just focused. But I was focused on the wrong things, especially as a pastor, especially as the leader of a small church, in a small organization, it requires leading relationally. I can I can focus on one of two places. I can focus on people or I can focus on tasks, but I can't effectively focus on both. And I had to choose to focus on people because the truth is, as, as Simon Sinek puts it, We need to lead people and manage the organization. But too many of us in the church world are trying to lead our churches and manage the people. And that's never going to be the way that God taught us to lead. It's never going to be the way that Jesus led. And it's never going to lead the church into becoming everything it was created to be. And so we have developed what we call our version of relational leadership, and, and there are six components, six characteristics of a relational leader that we look for, that we develop, that we teach, that we train, that we, that we help our people to understand, and the first of these is that a, a relational leader is God-centered, is God-centered. We understand that everything begins and ends in God. He is our creator, is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the actual leader of the church. Jesus is the head of the church, not the pastor. I am not the primary leader of my church or the church. Jesus has to be the primary leader. We are what Leonard Sweet calls first followers. Erwin McManus defines the essence of spiritual leadership as following God closest and first. And when it comes to the church, we as relational leaders have to have a right relationship with God, not just a right relationship, but a deep and meaningful relationship purposeful relationship with God, an intimacy with God where he is looking into the core of who we are and has the right to ask us to change whatever he wants, whenever he wants that we're in this ongoing conversation throughout the day with him that is shaping the way that we interact with others. It is shaping how we view ourselves and how we view the world that we are allowing him to guide us. So we are first, Following him our lives are centered on him and as we follow him first and we follow him closest We begin to bring others along on that journey helping them to follow him more closely than ever before So we are first and foremost as relational leaders God-centered we have no leadership no authority Apart from Christ. So we have to be God-centered. Jesus put it this way He is the vine and we are the branches. Our leadership, our influence, our fruitfulness all depends on being connected to Him. Apart from that connection, we have no ability to lead. Now, the second is people focused. We lead people and we manage things, we manage systems, we manage the organization. These are things that will pass, they will come, they are used up, but people are not used up. They are valued and cherished and empowered and loved. Dan Ryland writes that relationship is the cornerstone of enduring leadership. Relationship is the cornerstone of enduring leaderships. Everything rises and falls on leadership and then leadership rises and falls on on relationships, if we can't make and keep meaningful relationships, our, 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 our effectiveness, everything rises and falls on leadership and leadership rises and falls on relationship. If we can't make and keep meaningful relationships, our effectiveness as a leader is limited. Our effectiveness as a leader, is limited by our ability to interact and engage in meaningful relationships, and we have to approach this with no excuses. Regardless of personality or temperament or energy or fears, the leader is responsible to make The first move. We have to make the first move. We are helping other people become their best. And many of us, we don't want that push. We don't want that invitation. We don't want that challenge, but that's our calling. That's our responsibility. We as pastors and leaders in the church are called to people. In fact, every leader is not called to a position. You're not called to an organization. You are called to people. You are there to serve people. And that brings us to our next. The third component, the third characteristic of a relational leader is that they are service motivated. They are service motivated. If service is below you, then leadership is beyond you. A couple of weeks ago, I brought a group of teenage boys who have demonstrated great leadership potential up to the church. And we, we did some of the worst jobs around. Weeding this deep, nasty, water-filled ditch and spraying for weeds and cutting back rose bushes and, and doing all kinds of just gross, dirty, nasty, hard work jobs. And we were doing it in the, for the purpose of getting ready for an outdoor gathering. We were serving, serving the rest of the congregation. And I told them as we were sitting around enjoying lunch, I said, you need to understand that you are demonstrating great potential for leadership. But if there comes a day that service is below you, if you are too good, too smart, too important to to run a weed eater or pull weeds or clean toilets, then there's a good chance that leadership is beyond you. You have likely lost lost your influence. You see, the further up the org chart you go, the more people you have a responsibility to serve. We are here to serve. And the more leadership that is entrusted to us, the more responsibility that we have, the more we're here to serve. We're not here to be served. We are here to serve. One of the hardest pieces of this for me in relational leadership was actually being people-focused and and taking a step toward people. My my natural personality is introverted, task-oriented, future-minded. I can get lost in my thoughts and the things that I'm working on. And I had a mentor come into my office one day and he said, you have everything you need to succeed in ministry, Tim, except one thing. You have to learn to step toward people. I heard him, but I didn't really hear him for several more years until I nearly destroyed something I believed in and worked so hard to create because I was focused on all of the other things. I was focused on the jobs, the tasks, the stuff that I thought really mattered. And I was missing what he was asking me to do, what God had given me responsibility for. He has called you to lead people. And until we are able to be God-centered, people-focused, and service-motivated, we're not really going to be able to lead. Now, next week, we'll dive back in to the second three that make up the six key characteristics of a relational leader. We hope that you'll plan to join us. If this has been helpful to you, I encourage you to share it, to go on to Apple Podcasts and to like it. We look forward to connecting with you and continuing to serve alongside of you in the mission that God has for us together as we rethink church.